Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insights Series. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today as our guest, we have Tiffin Dano Kwan, who is Chief Marketing Officer at SAP Ariba. Tiffin, welcome to the show. Jeff, it's so great to be here. It's so good to have you. Um, you have such uh, an amazing background, hailing originally from France, been all over the world, and your journey too to uh, Chief Marketing Officer has also been interesting. Tell us about it. You know, I come from a small town in Brittany, which is on the west coast of France. And for as long as I remember, my dream was always to see the world, travel, and be, become an American, which hopefully will be a reality in a couple of months from now. I've been living in America since 2011, loving it, and, and reflecting on that uh, journey of mine, uh, which started back in France when... I um, did my business school and decided to become a marketer. And when I did that, I quickly jumped into the new technology world uh, because I knew this would be a quick way for me to travel and see the world, but also because it was uh, a perfect fit with my personality and uh, just um, how curious I am and uh, willing to work together with um, the people around me. So I started there and quickly, you know, moved to Sydney, Australia and started this around the world journey, which, which taught me a thing or two about adapting, a sense of adaptability and curiosity, which I think are really important when we are marketers and, and really helps us develop our creative sense. Uh, but as you know, marketing is much more right now with the rise of digital and, and we need to also be extremely data driven. So it's how do we combine the art of science and the science all together is uh, what I've been learning along the way uh, since I started my career. And you've been now as CMO about a year, right? A little more than a year? A little more than a year. All right. So tell, what's, what's that been like? So I guess first, um, everything prior did it prepare you adequately uh, or were there still some surprises in your first couple of months that you were learning to deal with? You know, there are surprises every day. I will say it's a journey. It's not a destination. And, you know, I was reflecting not long ago about the first year and, and the first steps. And, you know, one of the things about me is I'm a motorcycler. I love motorcycling. I've uh, motorcycled all around the world and it helps me reflect on the journey and, and taking a ride, right? And uh, just ensuring that we stay put on the road uh, but that we learn how to circumvent a, a couple of obstacles and things. But uh, the thrill of the ride comes also with the challenges and the unknown. And when you jump into this kind of role, you have to expect challenges and you have to expect the unknown. Everything is new. Absolutely everything at that level is new. The people you used to work with, the relationship is new. Everything changes. And you have to rapidly adapt and change to really um, become an effective leader and just make sure that you um, really self-reflect on what it truly means to, to be an effective leader and, and drive the organization. So yes, a lot of surprises. And you know, there's not a single day where I wake up and the plan goes according to plan, right? You know, you, you come and you know you have a couple of things to do, but there's always a phone call, an email, something that you had not planned. And you have to be comfortable with um, being 
being uncomfortable in a way and with the unknown because that is absolutely part of the job. But I think that as we learn, we also learn to build resilience. And it's incredible what a difference a year makes. I am certainly a different person than I was a year ago. It's interesting that you mentioned motorcycles and, and your love for it. because I, I think the first thing that came to mind was I envisioned balance you know, on a motorcycle and how important that is, especially when you're weaving in and out or you're, you're on a track. So I guess being a CMO is very much like that too. Where, do, you, do you find at times though it's hard to keep a balance between all the different demands of today's modern executive? At first it is to be honest, because it all comes at once. And how do you make sure that you prioritize the many demands that come your way? How do you make sure that you're effective up and down and laterally and, and learn to do it? You know, the answer is, uh, comes with experience. So I think that what I've also learned is to pace myself and just accept that I'm not going to be good at everything at first. And that's where the magic happens when you rely on the team that you have around you. So, so to speak, it becomes an incredible opportunity for empowerment, empowering others to help you along the way achieve your goals. So I think the, the definition of a team becomes very clear, very, very quickly. And because we are uh, at, at, at a point where we are accountable for pretty much everything when it comes to marketing and communication, we have to make sure that we have the right support system. System. And that, that resilience is not just a professional resilience. We, we need to make sure that we have the right support system at work. But believe it or not, the right support system outside of work is equally important. So speaking of your team, how has all of your experiences shaped your, your management approach? How do you go about determining who you hire, your management style? Um, how do you motivate? How do you lead? You know, it's been a journey in itself. You know, a, a lot of the, you know, people work with me. Uh, we either, we used to be peers um, and, and, and different setups. Some of them I've known for a very long time. And then the relationship changes. But, you know, when I started, uh, I inherited leaders, not just managers or team leaders uh, or team managers, really some leaders who are very strong, very effective in what they do. So I had to also adapt to that. How, how do you go from managing managers to managing leaders? It's a very, very different equation. Hmm. So you learn along the way and you learn about yourself as well. And I think that you can't speed up the process of trust and getting to know each other. It really just comes with practicing, learning and adjusting and, and keeping really the, the lines of communication very open. Another thing that I've realized as well is if you... Uh, picture any leader that goes into a new role, whether it's in the tech world, in politics, or, or others, um, they don't, can't expect them to know everything. They have to rely on people who know best and empower. And, and this is pretty much what I've learned, and it's been an incredible journey uh, with, with the incredible leaders that work around me and that support what we're trying to achieve collectively for SAP Ariba. I've always been fascinated with SAP because I think for some people from the outside, you know, it's this very successful, but, you know, some people view it potentially as an as like old guard kind of company. But for those of us that follow the marketing that SAP has been doing for the last five to eight years, it's anything but. I mean, just very cutting edge with social, social selling, digital technologies. Um, how do you balance that dichotomy? And as you 
build the brand and take it to market? I really see marketing as an end-to-end experience. You can, you can look at the traditional way of doing marketing, which is more geared towards branding and events or advertising the way we used to do it. Uh, but, but you have to also evolve the function of marketing. So it's very much aligned with who you want to become as a marketer. And that matters to me a great deal. Uh, at SAP and SAP Ariba, we care about our customers, but you can't care about customers unless you care about employees. And our goal is to really prepare our employees for the future, make sure that we equip them. So it becomes very critical with marketers because the function of a marketer is evolving rapidly. And we have to balance the traditional marketing mix in a way um, with the new way of doing marketing, digital, inbound-based, data-driven, automated, personalized, relying on distractive technologies like AI, machine learning, all of those things are coming. So what we need to do is always keep a balance and become more uh, scientific in the way of working. So it means that we need to have people in our team who are either creative people or extremely data scientific oriented. And it's just a, a matter of keeping the balance and just ensuring that we, uh, we keep on adapting and we always have a growth mindset to learn about the new technologies and evolve the function of marketing itself. So what do you see on the horizon? I mean, obviously tech keeps coming and marketing all the time. Uh, a lot of talk about AI, account-based marketing. Beyond that, is there some major thing that's coming down the pike that we should be paying attention to? You know, one of the things that I have also realized in this year as a, as a marketer, and that was very much the platform and the, the tenor of, um, of my function, is for marketing to become more business-oriented. And I was, in fact, uh, very impressed by um, someone that I considered one of the best speakers I've heard. His name is Sam Walsh. He used to be the CEO of Rio Tinto in Australia, but also a procurement leader. And he said something that resonated really well with me in terms of procurement professional. He said, procurement professionals should see themselves as business people in procurement rather than procurement people in business. And I would absolutely adapt this to the world of marketing. I would absolutely want to see my team and the marketers see themselves as business people in marketing rather than marketing people in business. And that perspective to me is critical. So it's not as much as the technology itself. It's about the place we have in the company. If we want to really be recognized, use the latest technology, whatever, we need to really understand the business. And to understand the business, we need to equip ourselves with the right tools and the right technology. And that is, in my opinion, the way to go. And it has to be really a very strong partnership with sales, with partner ecosystem, you know, all the um, builders of pipelines and revenue that are part of, of an organization. So to me, the marketing mindset to be very close to the business, equip them not just with marketing technology, but for them to really understand the business. So any kind of technology that's going to get them closer to sales, closer to the business, and more importantly, closer to the customer. Very well said. You know, it's, uh, 
I've done this, uh, I think I was telling you, you're about my 130th interview. And it's just fascinating to see all the different ways the executives answer the questions. And so uh, the way that you just answered that question around technology was, was really, I loved it. I really loved it. Thank you. Um, so speaking of love, I actually really like the painting behind you. So I'm just curious on a personal note, what was your inspiration behind that? You know, my inspiration is um, my spouse is actually an artist and uh, somebody who is literally the other side of the brain as, as mine. And we, um, we always look to uh, commission art from uh, our friends. And this one was a commission piece. And it's actually uh, a woman playing checkers and looking at a um, painting, looking at a, another painting. So that was it. And uh, representing also probably more um, inspiring empowerment of women. And uh, that pretty much fits right in with um, the setup of my family and who I am as a person and as a leader. I love that. So tell us about what, what, um, what how do you see yourself as a, as a woman, as an executive, as a family person? You know, I, I have no qualms saying that I am an empathetic person. Uh, I believe in leadership attributes, what I say to my team all the time and what I have come to realize over the couple of you know, past couple of years is um, to become an effective leader, I truly believe in the power of empathy. I believe in collaboration and I believe in reliability. I think that those three attributes are critical and just make sure that we run effectively in a world that is more and more connected. So as a woman, you know, uh, empathy, I think is important. It allows to build bridges with, um, with the world that surrounds us. Collaboration is absolutely critical in my opinion, especially when you work in matrix organizations and with the rise of the regions and the regionalization and personalization. And reliability talks about outcomes and how we need to just really walk the talk and be extremely results and outcome focused. I love it. So thank you so much for being on the program. Very inspirational. Okay. Uh, Tiff and Dan Raquan. Um, so uh, we'll definitely look forward to part two. So I want to I learn more about your travels around the globe and then on your ongoing success at SAP Ariva. Thank you, Tiffin. Thank you very much, Jeff. You bet. Thank you.